the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. One of the things that the Bible teaches us to do is to keep our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. One of the reasons why is because it's by watching Jesus that we learn what we should be like and what we should act like. Jesus will give us a clear and complete understanding of how a child of God is supposed to live their lives. We'll learn how we Christians should and should not live the Christian life. It's through watching Jesus that we can learn all the things that matter to our Father so that we can represent Him properly like we're all supposed to do. That's why being imitators of Christ is what we're all told by God our Father to do. And now that we're Christians, it's what we all should always do. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. So just like they used to train themselves and, and contend in the Grecian games, then we Christians ought to train ourselves and be more godly and live, live more holy. It's like many of you purpose to lose weight this week. So you started getting up earlier or, 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 or spending some time to the, going to the gym. Even if you just went there, got dressed, picked up two things and walked back out. Praise God. That was more than you was doing before. Praise God. Say, hey, man. Because you're practicing at it. You're getting better at it. I said you're getting better at it. See, y'all laugh, but that's, that's an accomplishment for them. That's a lot of energy taking off clothes, putting on, on, on clothes. And, hey, man. Walking all the way from the parking lot, you know, to the to the place and then back to the parking lot after you done picked up two things. That's a lot of exercise. And so that's, ex- that's what they wasn't doing before. And see, I'm, 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 I'm saying that because see, as we're getting better at this, any progress is good progress. See, don't look at the perfection and, and, say, and say and beat yourself up over the fact I'm not there. Look at the perfection and be inspired that I'm going to get there. Does that make sense? Because God's not showing you his perfection to beat you up with it. God's showing you the perfection to geek you up with it. So that you become fired up to go ahead and do it. And then just get better and better and better at it. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And if you got to pick up them little girl weights right now, go ahead and pick up them little girl weights right now. Hallelujah. Just, just work them. Praise God. Amen. And it'll get strong. You start getting your muscle mass back. And then you can move up to some, something that ain't pink. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The point I'm trying to raise. 
is that it's a process. It's a process. Does anybody hear me up here? See, a lot of times, see, this is where that bad teaching comes in. Is that bad teaching try to make you feel, try to tell you that, no, it makes you feel bad because you're not that perfection. You don't need to be that. The devil is a liar. You do need to be that. But at the same time, don't get, don't be all depressed that you ain't there. Just keep exercising, getting better at getting there. Come on now. If you cuss one less word, praise God. You smoke one less joint, praise God. I was at a dime bag. Now I'm at a nickel bag. Praise God. Does anybody hear me? That's, 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 that's increased. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Pretty soon, I ain't, I ain't going to be in no bag. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's progress. Somebody say progress. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I ain't cussed nobody out in a month. That's what you can say. Somebody, say I, I've been one month without cussing people out. Praise God. And everybody like, praise God. Glory to God. Because <laughs> I'm getting the perfection. I'm going to make this godliness. I'm doing this thing. I'm following after godliness, baby. He said, verse 8, once again, verse 8. He said, for bodily exercise profit of little, but godliness is profitable in all things. All things means all. Any, every, and the whole. It means all, any, every, and the whole. All means everything, baby. What's left after all? That means that there's not a single area of your life that will not be affected by your godliness. That's why God's trying to get us there. See, living a life of godliness is profitable in the life that now is. That's what he said. He said, having promise of the life that now is. And that which is to come. Living a life of godliness is profitable in that which is now is. That is this lifetime. And of that which is to come. That is when we get to heaven. Which means, listen to me now. Not only does it affect the life we're going to live here. By operating in godliness. It's going to affect the life you live there. When you get to heaven. Hallelujah. Which means what kind of life we even get a chance to live in heaven. Is based upon what we even do here. To an extent. Yes, it is. What he say? That's what the word teaches. I'm gonna give you scripture after scripture on that one because I've seen looks. People had this. What? I just thought every. I just thought everybody just walked into the same thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. It's what you do is gonna determine that. That's why the devil tell you don't do, so that you can get there and be like, ooh. When you when you just, when, when, hey, man. I should have, I should have done. <laughs> but God says, still love you, baby. Come on, come on. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought, mm-mm, baby, no. Verse 9 said, now this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptations, which means we ought to accept it. For therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. Now listen to Paul. I love his heart. He said, for therefore we both labor and suffer reproach. See, Paul was talking here now about what it is that he does in order to make sure that people learn what they ought to do. He said, that's the reason why I labor. Paul said, I labor. That word labor right there means work hard. I know what he's talking about. Work hard. Because Paul had to work hard to teach this. Because just like it is that it is today, folk don't want to hear about living godly. Folk don't want to hear about that. Praise God. We're going to teach about living godly. Folk, oh Lord. 
They don't want to hear that. Trust the brother. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I've been in this thing for a long time. Folk don't want to hear that. You got to pull up your sleeves to be able to teach this right here. The folk don't want to hear this. Mm-mm. You got to work hard. It's hard work to get folk to live right. See, it's the easiest thing in the world to tell people, just live like you want to live. Shoot. That's why folk loving this teaching right now. They're like, shoot, this is easy. Do what you want to do. Live like you want to live. You don't want to do nothing, don't do it. It don't matter. Thank God, because, you know, everything's fine. Everything's good. The devil is a liar. <laughs> you got to pull up your sleeves and do some work on this one, because folk don't want to hear all that. Folk will look at you, come against you. I'm going to read it. He said, verse 10, for therefore we both labor and suffer reproach. That phrase, suffer reproach, right, that means to defame. That is to rail at, chide, and taunt. Folk will rail at you, try to defame your name, chide at, and taunt you for teaching right. You don't take all that. Pastor, that's not what you're supposed to do. They'll defame you. That word defame means to attach, to attack, excuse me, the good name or reputation of. To attack the good name or reputation of. As by uttering or publishing maliciously or falsely anything injurious, slander. It means to attack the good name or reputation of. As by uttering or, or publishing maliciously or falsely anything injurious. Now trust me on this one. Trust me, folks. Folk will talk about you like a dog when you try to teach them to stop living like one. Folk will talk about you like a dog when you try to teach them to stop living like one. Oh, yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Because, the real per- because the real person who doesn't like teaching that causes saints to be able to live like saints is the devil. And so he gets mad whenever a preacher pre- preaches and teaches doctrine that causes a person to live more godly. He gets mad. Trust the brother on that. Mm-hmm. And he'll enlist as many people as he can to defame the name of anyone who teaches people to glorify the name through living godly. I know what I'm talking about. Same folk that told me I was the best pastor since sliced bread. Call me moldy bread. Right after I started teaching stuff like this and stuff and keep teaching stuff like that. So now you're teaching law now. I'm teaching the word of God. Praise God. But you will be dogged. You'll be talked about like a dog. Folk that you love going to talk about you. Folk going to go home after grinning in your face and telling you how much they love you and talk about you like a dog. Listen to me when I'm telling him. Because the devil just trying to put pressure on the ones that ain't the real saints to be able to back up. Like if I wasn't a bona fide preacher sent by God, if I wasn't one that was anointed by God to do what I do, then I would get in the flesh like the people that come against me. But I don't do that. I stay in the spirit. I stay in the spirit. Is anybody here? Hallelujah. Because otherwise you start. No, 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 no. Stay in the spirit, praise God. Stay, stay in the spirit, praise God. Because in the spirit, we can be able to deliver people. Is anybody hear me up in here? But they'll talk about you like a dog. Go off on you. Facebook all over you and stuff like that. Praise God. Be saying all kind of crazy stuff to you. Get in their little groups of all the folk that's been deceived. Praise God and talk about you and, and stuff like that. And, and then try to befriend you on Facebook and stuff like that. Amen. Folk ain't never talked to you. Going to start sending you Facebook. Saying, Hi, this person wants to be your friend. Huh? <laughs> ah, ain't nothing new. Paul had to deal with that. All the time. Paul had to deal with that all the time. That just happens. We understand. That's just, see, 
That's why we know you got to die to yourself. Come on, Hanani. Because Satan can't scare you with a death that you done died already. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because if you're dead, they can jug you and you ain't going to move. Is anybody hearing me? It's only when you're alive when they jug you, you, you jug them back. Is anybody? <laughs> Hallelujah. But when you're dead daily, die daily like you're supposed to, then you just keep on moving forward and doing what God's got you to do. He'll enlist any people that he can to be able to defame the name of anybody who teaches people to glorify the name through living godly. He'll use saints and ain'ts. People in the church, people who've never been to the church, people who are new to the things of God, people who've been in the things of God for a long, long time, but the things of God ain't in them at any time. Is anybody hearing me up here? He'll use anybody he can. But everybody said, that's all right. Because I know what to do. Turn to Matthew chapter 5, please. We're almost through. Matthew chapter 5. God wants us to live godly saints. And don't you listen to nothing that tells you the opposite of that? God wants you to live godly. It don't matter. The devil isn't lying. Matthew chapter 5, verse 11. It says, blessed are ye. Let us in red. This is what Jesus said. You know he ain't never lying. He said, blessed are ye when men shall revile you. He ought to know folk was reviling him all the time. And persecute you. He ought to know because they were persecuting him all the time. And shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. Talked about him and his mama. Praise God. He did. They went off on his mama one time. Talking about his, how his mama, you know, you know how, how she had him. Said that she, 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 she laying and doing things she wasn't supposed to do. Now, now, now usually them fighting words. Most folk... You talk about their mama. You say something about their daddy. Usually folk don't say nothing. But you say something about their mama. They like ready to jack you up at that point. And they like went way below the belt. They talked about G mama one time. And G didn't even go back off on it. I'm like, G, you the man. Lord, teach me how to be holy. Praise God. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Anyway, this, well, this, is what he, this is the teaching right here. He said, I know what you learned. But this is what I'm telling you to do. Blessed are ye. When men shall revile you means change the way you think even about what's happening to you. Because when this stuff starts happening, you, it's going to cause you to think you're doing the wrong thing or you shouldn't be doing this or it's bad that you're doing this. No, blessed are ye because this is happening to you. When men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil things falsely about you. See, we ain't trying to get out of blessings. We're trying to get out of stuff that ain't blessings. Praise God. And if you think this ain't a blessing, you'll try to end it and get out of it. But see, if you understand it's a blessing, you'll get deeper into it. Verse 12, rejoice and be, and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which are before you. Somebody say, we in good company. Amen. So when, they, when they're speaking against me and you, are they over that word of faith church? They always they're giving people works to do. They teaching people how to do. They telling people there's things you got to do. Tell them, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Praise God. Hallelujah. In fact, Tell me some more. Praise God, because I'm going to rejoice every time you tell me. Because we're supposed to rejoice when that happened. Why? Because ye are the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. God made you to be the salt of the earth. Praise God. But if you lose your salt, you ain't, got, you ain't worth nothing. God created you to be the light of the earth. The reason why they're attacking you because they're trying to turn off the light. But they ain't turning off the light. Hallelujah. Or, or no, you're going to dim this thing down to a flashlight. So this little light of light, mine can shine. No, you're going to be a big neon light. Praise God. And show everything it's supposed to do. See, Satan is upset, so it must be working. Otherwise, Satan and his imps wouldn't be all worked up about what you're doing. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because here's the real reason why they worked up about it right here. Second Peter chapter 3, then we through. 
Second Peter chapter three, then we through. Here's the real reason why he worked up. It's the real reason why he's trying to get people to think it don't matter. Second Peter chapter three, verse eight. It says in verse eight, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of our God wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat can I paraphrase there's coming a day in the not too distant future where the Lord is coming to get his out and everybody else going to be left behind now we know theologically that even the ones that's left behind can have opportunity to be saved because they got seven years to get it done. Seven years is all it's going to take. Seven years. And, but within that seven years, vials are going to start being poured out upon this earth. Whereas, whereas judgments are going to start be pouring. Because uh, uh, judgment is not over. Praise God. We're in a dispensation of grace. It's a time period, a time out right now. That allows as many people to get in as possible, as quick as possible. But there's coming a day soon when that, that, that's going to end. And after that, praise God, there's going to come a seven-year time period where it's going uh, to be able to get now, we're going to be at the Holy Ghost house party up in heaven. Praise God. It's called the rapture. Praise God. But the ones who God has not yet received are still going to be here. And we know that the day of the Lord is coming. Where the, door is going, the Lord is going to pour his judgment across this earth. And the wrath of God is going to come across this earth. And because we know that. And we know that one day with the Lord is like a thousand years. And that these people are going to be in eternal Judgment for what they do. Whereas when the elements are on fire from melting and everything in it is on fire, including people who are going to end up in hell's fire. And since we know that God is not slack concerning his promise and he wants people to be saved. And he know, we know that he uses us to be able to help him get people saved. He says, then what manner of man ought we be knowing that this is what's on its way? To the people that's around you and me. See it's a selfish gospel. Or a selfish so called truth. That tells you it don't matter what you do. When you conduct yourself in your life. The devil is a liar. Because your godliness. Your living holy. Your living right. Is part of what's going to have somebody else. Live their life right. And accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And since we know that that day is coming. We know that it's on the way. We know it's going to show up like a thief in the night. We ain't got time to play games. We need to live holy. And God's on his way back. And he's coming to a church that he wants to live holy and live godly. Because we know that there's some folk that need to be saved. Some folk that don't need to inhale fire and be on fire. We know that. And so because of that, what manner of life should we live? In all godliness and all holiness and everything that we do. No wonder Satan will try to send a teaching in the church because he knows the time is short. 
to tell you, it don't matter what you do. Just go ahead and live any old kind of way you want to. Knowing somebody's watching you. Knowing that that's going to determine ahead of time whether they're either going to pay attention to the God that you're talking about. Because they don't see no difference between you and them. You just as blowed as they are. You just as hoish and crazy as they are. You just as sick and silly as they are. You just as lazy and hazy about the things of God as they are. You just as trifling and won't do what God wants you to do, which is already what they do. So they're like, why do I need to change? I'm looking at you. God said, I want my church to live holy. So there can be a separation and a difference. So that on their day of visitation, they can accept who I am. Because they've seen you. So how holy should we live? Since we know that that's the real reason why. Thank God for the profitability that's going to come because of godliness. Thank God for the peace and the prosperity that comes because of godliness. Thank God for a life of less problems that become of, comes because of godliness. But none of those are the real reason. The real reason is because other folk need to be saved. Now since somebody gave their life for you, are you willing to give your life for them? Since somebody sacrificed their life for you, are you willing to sacrifice your life for them? As dear children, walking in love just like Jesus walked in love, which is a sweet-smelling savor to God. It's a beautiful thing to God. That's why God said, even if they're dogging you, don't worry about that. Even if they're talking about you, don't worry about that. Why? Because you got rewards coming in heaven, baby. And one day in the Lord is worth a thousand years. You're going to be blessed forever. Now come on and live godly like you ought to. The real reason why we live godly is not for us. It's for them. Because God wants them. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that one of the things that God wants all of us to do is to be imitators of him in all that we do. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what he wants all of us to be and do, but that you're inspired to be and do what God wants all of us to be and do. That is, to become the imitators of God that he wants everybody to be, including me and you. We should do everything we can do to be able to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more like the God who loves and who saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Before we go, I want to make sure that you know 
that Are You Ready for the Word is on YouTube too. There's all kinds of messages there for you to hear and see on demand that'll flat out bless you. And when you get the chance, check out our website too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there too. And when you get the chance, check out our website too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there too, I guarantee you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to all of us, by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you out there, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, I want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You bless us in ways that we never asked or expected you to do. But the Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 